Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. This is Shakedown Stream, and I'm Jer Bear, and we are about to listen to the Grateful Dead. That's right, live dead, right here on MVY Radio.
my imagination got to help me now that's the Grateful Dead in Landover, Maryland at the Cap Center 9-25-1976 we just heard a supplication out of Lazy Lightning and before that we opened up with a Mississippi half step tootily do cool uh, and there's a reason why I thought I would start with some 76 stuff our featured show this week, episode 605, we're going to be featuring the September 24th, 1976 show in Williamsburg, Virginia, and it is volume four of Dave's Picks, and I've always been wanting to play this show, feature this show in its entirety, and we're going to do that. Um, it's the anniversary, right? Speaking of anniversaries, on September 24, 1971, the Grateful Dead released the Grateful Dead, Grateful Dead album, which I used to listen to all the time. See if this uh, sparks any memories right on. You're listening to the Grateful Dead right here on MVY Radio.
tried Merle Haggard tune done by the Grateful Dead from 42671 Fillmore East and Bertha from 42771 Fillmore East and this album it's a double album you probably are familiar with it has the big skull and roses on the cover we used to use the album to you know clean things up and uh, it was always called Skullfuck but great album, great cover. But you can just hear, like, you know, Jerry helping Bobby on Mama Tried. You could hear Phil thumping. And what a great version of Bertha. I used to listen to this album all the time. It was Live Dead, 1971. And it was released back September 24th, 1971. Most of the recordings come from April of 1971. They got it out there pretty quick, Lee. Cool. Well, Bobby was playing out in the Bay Area with the Wolf Brothers. Don Waz on bass and Jay Lane on drums. A friend of mine went and said it was pretty good. Pretty good to see Bobby. I want to play this next tune. This tune, which was recorded and played live on September 30th, 1969. It is the first time... These two songs were merged together. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there you have it. I Know Your Writer out of China Cat Sunflower, performed at the early show, September 30, 1969, at the Cafe uh, Go-Go in New York City. And that's the first time those two tunes were put together. Mostly China Cat would go into other tunes. Um, but, you know, and even then when they played this, they probably didn't think it was going to go on to be something because they would play China Cat with other tunes after that. I was thinking about doing a, you know, late September 69 show for this week's stream, but a lot of my recordings are really pretty tough audience recordings. And that recording we just heard was pretty tough. You could hardly hear them singing, but we kind of have the structure of the song so in our heads that we could just kind of, we could tell what it was. Well, cool. In late September 1976, the dead were back after a hiatus. They started in June of 76. And at this point, they're on the East Coast. But uh, there was one tune that they brought back that they hadn't played in a while. And you may recognize this tune. This is from Syracuse, 928-1976. <laughs>
around in town Still trying to take me For that same old clown Cause I used to love her But it's so
That's Cosmic Charlie from the Oxamoxoa album that came out in 1969, in July of 1969. As Garcia would tell it in different interviews that he really liked the album. He liked the songwriting. He was really starting to collaborate with Robert Hunter. But he finds fault in himself. And also they were doing STP, lots of nitrous. Um, they were spending a lot of time in the studio. They were originally recording on an 8-track, but then they uh, a new 16-track came into the studio, and they're like, oh, so they started all over again. And they were new at this. Um, and so when Live Dead came out in December of 1969, Oxymoxoa kind of was forgotten. And... Uh, Garcia always felt that it was unfinished, says here. In his view, 
They had succeeded in getting their own ideas down on tape, but they blew it in the mix. So, in September 1971, he went back into the studio for another try. The remix still retained much of the Baroque psychedelia of the original, streamlined or not. What Becomes of the Baby was never going to sound simple or accessible, but it also had clarity that the original mix often lacked. Garcia would later question his decision about remixing it. And I thought Phil Lesh helped with this too. Um, because, you know, once you put it down, that's it's down, you know. And so Oxymoxoa, you know, represented this period of time on their third album in 1969 where they were working on these tunes and then they recorded the album. And that was it. The album was done. And uh, to try to go back and remix it, you know, you can never really go back in history and change it. And so you just got to leave it and keep on going. But they really took off because a lot of those songs, you know, were played here and there. But they didn't stick around that long. They really did move on. They went into some country music and started writing other songs. But the reason why I wanted to play Cosmic Charlie was because that's the remix version from 1971 which is the version that I think I would know and who we grew up with or what we grew up with. But also, Cosmic Charlie came back. Uh, no, it ended. They played the last Cosmic Charlie on this September 1976 tour, which was 9-25-1976. If you want to get a nice little segment of this September 76 period, Get Dick's Picks Volume 20, which is two shows, 925 and 928, 76. And then the Dave's Picks release has College of William and Mary, Williamsburg, Virginia, September 24th, 1976, which will be our future show. So, and we're, later on, we'll hear The Last Cosmic Charlie. It was kind of cool because they were playing it in 1976. And uh, you're like, oh, this is a really great tune. Wow, they're playing it now. So, yeah, I'm kind of I'm trying to work on a lot of different themes. I'm thinking about 1989, thinking about 1979. This time period in 1969, things are changing, not quite sure what's going on. And as you know, we'll be coming up on Altamont, which was really the end of the love of 1969, there's a great book that was written about it. I don't know how great it was because it was a sad occasion in a lot of ways. But it writes about, the book writes about, you know, the dead's involvement with Altamont. So as we're going through the fall of 1969, yeah, there's some things going on. Um, but it's they're changing, right? So why don't we do the bare essentials? Loosen up. If you need to put socks on or turn on the air conditioner, whatever it is, but... Having pomegranate and vanilla flavored cashews is out of this world. Right on. Put you them down, see, see, right, I see, put you them down. 
Say, baby, love you. Now your man don't come. I'm going up country. Won't be back till fall. Going up country. Won't be back till fall. I'm going to find me a good girl. Won't be back at all. Say, see, see, rider. See, put you down. down. They made me love you, now your man don't come. I'm gonna buy me a pistol, real long shiny bow. Buy me a pistol, real long shiny bow. I'm gonna shoot CC right on, stole away my gal. Says CC rider, see what you done done. CC rider, see what you done done. They made me love you, now your man done come. It's long old freight train, ain't got no end. They took my baby, now he's back again. Says easy rider, see what you done done. Easy rider, see what you done done. They made me love you, now your man done come. Well, that CC rider, see what you have done. That's a blues tune that the Grateful Dead certainly played, especially uh, when I was a lad in the early 80s. And that was performed by uh, John Jackson. I think I've played some songs from him before. He, uh, In his liner notes, he says, I got that one from a lot of people. I heard friends play it and several recordings of it, and one day I knew it. You can say I owe everyone that ever did that song. C.C. Ryder. I like Hound Dog Taylor's version. You ever heard his version? Woo. Lightning. Well, cool. You know, um, so some shows are coming up. It looks like I'm going to Madison Square Garden for some Dead & Company shows. I wasn't sure, wasn't planning on it, but um, I'm going to go for the bullseye for sure. And um, some of my friends here on the island are going to fill in friends at the Cap Center. Big Philoween. So the island's still beautiful and nice, though there was a riptide warning because of Storm Jerry. Storm Jerry out on the Atlantic Ocean, but not hitting the shore. But you know how water is. It it feels the vibration. And so uh, you know, I tried to go swimming this weekend. I thought, man, it's a little crazy. Storm Jerry. 
That Jerry, he's always doing, you know, Jerry, he's always doing things. And then, of course, the big fishing derby here on the island has begun last weekend. It's a big deal. If you win, you could get a brand new boat or a brand new Chevy pickup. It's a big deal. And if you look at the boat or you look at the truck, you're like, that's the bullseye. I want to get that. So cool. So again, I uh, prefaced with saying that I always wanted to play this show. And since it's September 24th, 2019, (laughs) um, I thought, let's pay homage. Let's go back. Let's do an anniversary. And, you know, we've been playing certain years for a long time, but I want to do this show. And again, this is an official dead release, um, volume four of Dave's Picks. And my number is 7273. Out of 1,200 issues. And, um, you know, 1976, uh, there's not as many shows. There's only like 40 shows in 1976. Uh, They got started in June. They had taken a break. Mickey Hart joins the band. And so now they are doing this nice fall tour. They are warmed up. They are doing really well. They're jamming. And there's some new tunes. Somewhat new tunes for the dead um, that are really uh, some of my favorite dead tunes. But this is a snippet. This is a sense. This is a photograph of a time for the Grateful Dead on September 24th, 1976 at the College of William and Mary, one of the oldest colleges in the country in Williamsburg, Virginia. And are we ready? Right on. Let me get us queued up to be perfect, and then we'll be perfect. Um, You know, it's funny. When I was home and I was going through this, I was having a little trouble. But let's see if I do now. Yeah, for some reason, the first track uh, was messed up. But what we're going to do is go right to the second track and I'll make it up to you in another way. Don't you let that deal 
Worse to where you've been laying. Again and again 
Looks like when it 
few eyebrows and you went on down alone. That we been with her, honey, cry, cry, cry. Talk the clowns out of cover, rub up clear blue sky. She's gone with that woman, gonna let you be good. I'm gonna surprise you.
going to take a break, you can too. Well, that's the first set. 924-1976. And that's at the College of William and Mary, Williamsburg, Virginia. If you ever get a chance, go down to Williamsburg, Virginia. <clears throat> it's really cool. It's this kind of reenactment of the colonial times. And uh, they do a pretty good job. It's pretty cool. I went there as a kid. And uh, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Though, as a New Englander, I'm not, you know, you know, I, I also hail from the Commonwealth, but uh, I believe we are the original Commonwealth, not Virginia. Those are fighting words. So, um, a couple of things. This Dave's Picks, uh, and I keep all of mine. There's only one that I don't have. It kills me. It's the Dylan Show in Hartford, Connecticut. Anyway. So I went online to see if you could buy this show. You buy this CD release. And on one page, you could buy it for $181. And so then I went on to eBay to check it out. And you could buy it new for $375. And there was a whole range going from $249 to $424 on eBay. And I thought, man, if somebody offered me $1,000, I would sell it. But I got to tell you, and you've already experienced this, the opening song, The Promised Land, wouldn't play. There's some kind of weird digerot going on. And then you could probably hear the static at the beginning of playing in the band, which is on another disc. And I've had a couple occasions where some of the releases that I bought uh, certain there's like glitches, things don't uh, play right, and what can frustrate me is that uh, I f- I uh, I realize this maybe later on after the warranty, but I it really uh, bothers me because these are limited edition, and I would not expect that the CDs would go bad or there would be problems like digirot. and so and also sometimes I don't realize it like until now. And this came out in like 2012. It making me so mad, you know. But one of the great things about this show when it first came out was that it was um, um, a show that had been uncirculated and they had found the soundboard master reels. And most people had a copy of this show, loved the show. It was somewhat well-revered. But everybody had like a an audience recording. And when I was young, I was psyched for any kind of Grateful Dead boot. Like I didn't even care if it was a bad quality. I just, I couldn't get enough of it. So before we get to the second set, um, there's a little pattern, and sometimes you know that I pick up on this, but... In 1976, the Dead, uh, for a little while, would open the second set with Might As Well and then Samson and Delilah. And anybody who studies the patterns in a way, Samson and Delilah is always kind of a part of the second set, if not the opening of the second set. 
It's usually in the beginning of the second set. But on June 4th, after the band opened with playing in the band, they did Might As Well, Samson and D. Now, Might As Well is kind of a new tune. It came out on this Jerry Garcia solo on, but the band, uh, the Grateful Dead band, uh, played with him on at least half of the songs. Then on June 10th, they closed the first set with Might As Well and then opened the second set with Samson. And then on June 19th, June 23rd, they did Might As Well, Samson. On June 29th, again, they closed with Might As Well, first set, open, second set with Samson. And then they would go on uh, July 18th, and then this show, 924, then 927, and then on October 1st, they did the Might As Well, Samson, to open up the second set. And then on October 10th and October 15th, they started opening dead shows with Might As Well. So sometimes they play with things, kind of put them together for a little bit, see how it goes, and then, nah, they go in another direction. So these things are really important. These are the kind of things I pay attention to, and I hope that you you should get a notebook and write down this stuff. Believe it or not, I write down some of these things. It's weird, I know, um, but, you know, the marriage is still together, so we somehow we work through it. So this is cool. Now, there's a lot of mystique, I guess, of the dead playing at William and Mary. Uh, they had played there uh, on September 11th, 1973. And apparently after the show, Phil came out and said, we had such a good time playing here. We're going to play again tomorrow night, but we're going to take all the seats off the floor so there'll be more room for dancing. How about that? Pretty cool. And this is when the dead were like really homegrown kind of cool band and in the liner notes by Nicholas Merriweather he talks about how the dead would play at colleges and it was a really great way to develop uh, a following and develop fans because you're young and you're you're I don't know partying you're doing all sorts of things and you get turned on to the dead and then like the, the way it happened with me is like oh you know the older brothers the older kids they're into the dead and so, you know, we followed along, and then all of a sudden, we got turned on. We saw the magic. We heard it. We heard the sound. And that's how it would work. I bet some deadheads come to the band in their 40s, but I, I, I bet that's rare. So, you know, one of the things is our minds, our brains are still developing uh, when we're in college, and so... It's really malleable, and so if you're getting turned, listening to Dead at Grateful Dead shows, it's getting in there, and it will stay with you. Yep. So, speaking of which, here's the second set, 924-76. Hey, these people up here are visibly bug-eyed. They're, they're, they're getting real two-dimensional, real flat. Now, if you just kind of ease back. back and don't just press towards the, the middle or the step back. But then you folks who are pressed together up here, take a take a look at the guy on either side of you, or the lady, as as the case may be, and make sure that he's he or she is conscious. Some of them aren't conscious. They're just being held held up by the crowd. 
Uh, everybody just kind of eases back. Either that, or I got an idea. Everybody, everybody standing up here, just go like this with your elbows and give the guy behind you a sharp jab, and then he'll be forced to move back, and then you take a step back, and then uh, it'll all be cool.
Where's mosquitoes on the river? Fish are rising up like birds. It's been hot for seven weeks.
Thank you. 
That's the Grateful Dead. In Williamsburg, Virginia, 9-24-1976. An official release of the Dead, Dave's Picks, Volume 4. Hot diggity dog. Going back, um, well, let me save that. So we just heard the U.S. Blues encore. Before that, Around and Around. And then Estella Blue out of The Music Never Stopped. Out of Franklin's Tower, Slipknot, Drums, Slipknot, Help on the Way. Before that, New Minglewood Blues, Loser, Samson and Delilah, and Might as Well. And as I said, uh, during this little time period, 76, they were doing a lot of Might as Well into Samson and Delilah in the second set. That didn't last long. So I don't know if you picked up on, there was a little audience recording at the beginning of the first Slipknot, and then it blended in nicely into a, back into the soundboard. And then I just heard an audience patch uh, in the Stella Blue, about four minutes in. And again, it was you know very well mastered by Jeffrey Norman. This show was recorded by Dan Healy. Good show. And again, this was an uncirculated soundboard, Master Reels. And they put it together and made it a beautiful release. In 1976, you know, there's some releases. Dick's Picks Volume 20, which is two shows. There's the New Year's show from 1976. And by golly, I, oh, and then the, uh, the two Oakland shows uh, in October 1976. On the green with the hoop. So I'm going to get back to the promised land, (laughs) uh, metaphorically. But also, I was just reading the Rolling Stone magazine. About three days ago, they posted something where they're offering uh, a huge review of all the Dead's albums. Looks like every one. And I was just reading uh, their review of the Grateful Dead album from 1971. It says here, Another live set, known alternately as Skullfuck or Skull and Roses, this one came with some overdubs and furthered their tradition of introducing songs they would never bring to the studio, such as the rollicking Bertha and the soulful panhandle Rament Warfrap. It established the other one and tag team covers like Not Fade Away Going Down the Road, back into Not Fade Away, as beloved jam fulcrums. And the Kelly Mouse art is one of the most iconic album covers in history. Yeah, I forgot about that. They they dubbed some of the songs on that um, release. And I think Merle is on this, on a couple songs. He's on Bertha. Yeah. He's on Bertha. And he's also in playing in the band and on Warfrat. But I think some of the songs were shortened. And so that's why some people were a little like, mm, you're not supposed to mess with the songs. Deadheads are very clear on this point. All right. As usual, I like to do a little Jerry, especially with Storm Jerry. Off on the coast, in the Atlantic Ocean, 
Let's go back to September 16, 1989, right here on Shakedown Stream.
Revolution in here. He started here to mess with stage and something inside of him died. She had to sell everything she owned and throw something inside.
We just had two from the Jerry Garcia band at the Hoffman Estates in Illinois. Saxophone by Clarence Clements, who played with Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band. That was Tangled Up in Blue, the closer for that show, and the opening of the show was Cats Under the Stars. It's funny, every time I write down that song, I always write Cats Down Under the Stars, and that's not the title. You know, I just sometimes I get a thing in my head. You know, I neglected to say Happy Fall, uh, September 23rd, is when the light changes, and now it's officially fall. Whoa. It's here. Where did, um, Wow. You know, I, obviously we it was getting darker and we were going along with it, but it's still really warm out, at least where I am, and I don't want it to be over. But fall is fall, and here we are. And we're going to keep on trucking and keep on streaming. As promised, I wanted to make up that missing song from the featured show, and I'm going to do it here with a 1972 version from Baltimore, Maryland.
lost my age. Lady of nobility, gentility, and rage.
Death have no mercy in this land. That's the first time the Grateful Dead performed that since April of 1970. And it would be a tune that they brought back in 1989. And we should get ready for October 89, formerly known as the Warlocks. What's different about this Death Have No Mercy, as opposed to the much, much earlier ones, is Jerry sings a verse, Bobby sings a verse, and Brent sings a verse. And they really harmonize and they get into it. And that last verse by Jerry, I mean, he's very soulful. That's from 929.89 in, uh, I'm sorry, at Shoreline at Mountain View. That just sounded weird, 929.89. They do three nights. They do a 9.30 and a October 1st. Before the Death, Have No Mercy was a I Need a Miracle uh, with a little space. And I took a promised land from 9.17.72 Baltimore, one of the Dick's Picks releases, one of the earlier ones. And I don't know what happened. Uh, It's an official release, and uh, the first track of CD1 will not play. I need to file a complaint with the Grateful Dead. How do you do that? Who do I call? Well, as I said earlier in the stream, that uh, the last Cosmic Charlie ever played, and I will remind you that it comes off the Oxymoxo album from 1969, song that comes back in 1976, but the last one ever played. It was at the Cap Center, September 25th, 1976. Let's take a gander, shall we?
It's all over now. September 6, 1969. The dead at the family dog. At the Great Highway in San Francisco. Where they also played with Jefferson Airplane. And that is a very early version of It's All Over Now. Um, I know that they used to play it in 1966 or so. But that's the first time it was played, I think, in 1969. And before that, we heard the last Cosmic Charlie played by the dead on September 24th. No, September 25th, 1976. That would be tomorrow's anniversary. Well, I have, uh, I'm going to close out with this material. This is the dead on September 17th, 1969. And it's uh, at the Olympic Studios, Olympic. Um, and it's a practice session uh, connected with the Oxymoxoa album. It's a little confusing to me because the album's already been released. But they practice on some songs, Seasons of My Heart, Sawmill, Cold Rain and Snow, The Eleven. And then they just do some crazy studio stuff. Um, I suspect that it was around this time that Bear kind of did his own thing and he hooked up with Olympic Studios in San Francisco where he would go on to help design a really amazing sound system and do some really good work that would change sound systems forever. He did not really want to work with Mickey Hart's father who was the manager of the dead at that time and so he around this time went to Olympic. And so I want to play a couple tunes from there. And then I'll see you next week. And next week uh, we'll be in October. And we have five Tuesdays in October. So you better look out. Right on. Hey, peace. Fare thee well. And remember, be kind. And I'll see you next week. Right on. This is Jerry Bear saying, see you later.
In the backwoods of the Nario, the wolves are running round. The winter was so hard and cold, froze ten feet beneath the ground. Don't matter me, I beg of you, don't matter me. Sat down to my supper, plus a bottle of red whiskey. I said my prayers and went to bed. That's the last they saw of me. Don't murder me. I beg of you, don't murder me. Please don't murder me. When I awoke, the die awoke six hundred pounds of sin. Was grinning at my window, all I said was, Come on in, don't murder me. I beg of you, don't murder me. Please don't murder me. The wolf came in, I got my cards, we sat down for a game. But my deck to the Queen of Spades, but the cards were all the same. And don't murder me. I beg of you, don't murder me. Please don't burn 
came in and I got my car So we sat down for a game Cut the deck to the queen of spades But the cards were all the same Don't murder me I beg of you, don't murder me Please don't murder me While I'm bossing around the fire Don't murder me I beg of you Don't murder me Please don't murder me I beg of you